true, we family, and a damn thing changed. With the cough, man. It is no holds barred. Today's program, we're bringing the heat. We're bringing the fire. On the program today, we've got NBA action, NBA free agency. It's going bananas. Anthony Davis to the Lakers. They get their man. We've got AFL, Collingwood Football Club in crisis. Jaden Stevenson, what are you doing, young man? And we've got ATP Tour Tennis. Wimbledon approaches. Who are the favourites? How's Roger Federer tracking? We'll bring it all to you on today's show. This is No Holds Barred. We are on back in the studio. Jade Colf at the Colf Man. This is no holds barred. And we have got a lot to get to very quickly. We've got a lot to unpack. NBA free agency over in the States going absolutely crazy here in the next couple of days. The NBA draft coming up soon. Anthony Davis to Hollywood. The Lakers get their man. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Collingwood Football Club, but more about really Jaden Stevenson. He uh, is going to be on the Colf face today. Is Stevenson. Um, interesting topic, that one there. Not the first to uh, to go down with the, the whole gambling issue, but he is the latest, and he will be missing the remainder of the season. And we're going to be talking about Wimbledon, fast approaching the slick grass courts over there in Europe. Roger Federer in action. We've got a Federer watch. He's back on deck. He took care of Johnny Millman there uh, in a tight one. Poor Johnny. Uh, another tough draw for him, but uh, Johnny's going all right. He's going better than some of the other Australian males. Uh, Alex Diminar with another early round loss there overnight as well. But we're going to straight on to the NBA and the Los Angeles Lakers get their man. Anthony Davis will be going to the Lakers to team up with LeBron James. And now the Lakers have two of the best five players in the NBA without a shadow of a doubt, and with the Golden State Warriors in free fall with injuries, no Clay Thompson, ACL injury, no Kevin Durant, Achilles injury, things seem wide open, not only in the West, but in the entire NBA, still waiting to see what Kawhi Leonard chooses to do, I believe he'll head to Los Angeles, to the Clippers, perfect fit for him, and uh, he's a California boy, and I see him Uh, Heading back there once the celebrations are done in Canada. Those guys absolutely out of control over there. And why wouldn't you be? They're uh, their first NBA championship. Canada going absolutely berserk. But it was Anthony Davis. And wow, this uh, this is a monumental move. Uh, A huge power shift in the NBA. The Lakers, I believe, uh, uh, according to Vegas, have become the... Favorites for the NBA championship. Not too sure 
uh, how that sits. I think, I believe they're definitely in the mix. They're one of the five or six teams that are in the conversation and they are frantically uh, searching for a little bit more help. Do they look to get a third superstar? Uh, can they shore up some cap room there or do they go and get some some 3 and D guys who can uh, straight out shoot the basketball and play lockdown defense? I, I think they should be going for the second option. Uh, spread out some of that money instead of loading up with the third. Look, with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, I think that's all you need. I think you just need some role players now that can um, that uh, can play that defense, can shoot the basketball. I think a third player, I think they become too top-heavy. You don't want to be too top-heavy uh, in this day and age. There is only one basketball there, and for chemistry's sake, uh, the one-two punch of LeBron M. Davis um, with some pick-and-roll action. LeBron's going to be feeding Davis uh, non-stop and really looking forward to seeing that. But you throw in a Kemba Walker or a Kyrie Irving or another one of these uh, ball-dominant players, I think it. I don't think it's the right mix. And I think after you know, 30, 40 games, I think chemistry can suffer. I think the Lakers... Move is to go and get those three and D guys, spread out that twenty-five million that they have in cap space to to get those guys with four or five, you know, real solid players, real experienced campaigners. Um, instead of going for the home run, and I think that that if they're able to do that, I think that the favourites to win the NBA title, I would see that as a real possibility for this Lakers team. As, as, as I said, that one-two combination of LeBron James and Anthony Davis is going to be absolutely lights out. And uh, how are you going to counter that? I do not know. Now, what did the Lakers give up? They gave up Lonzo Ball. They gave up Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart to New Orleans. Uh, the number four pick in the draft and a couple of other first round draft picks. Now they did keep Kyle Kuzma. He's the one that people seem to forget about. You have Kyle Kuzma on that roster as well. He's a 20 points per game player after only two seasons in the NBA and they didn't want to give him up. They were able to keep him. I think he's a very, very important piece when it's all said and done and I think he's the perfect number three man on this team. He can do a little bit of everything. He's uh, he's stingy on defense. He can shoot the long ball. He's athletic. And he's got that alpha dog in him, which LeBron likes. Uh, Kuzma's a bit of a killer. And he played some college basketball. So he's well-grounded. He's mature. And uh, he's really focused. And I think he's a a great complementary piece. Um, You know, being able to keep him, I think that goes a long way to really helping this Lakers outfit and, you know, look at those other guys that got moved on. Brandon Ingram has those uh, those health issues. Lonzo Ball, a lot of turmoil with him, uh, with the Ball family, with his um, his father, LeVar. Absolute loose cannon, that guy. Um, we're not going to waste any time on, on this show talking about him. Uh, not even really important. But, uh, you know, I think it was a good move for both teams. But Kyle Kuzma, mark my words, he is, uh, he is one that... Um, you know, coming into this year, uh, I still think he can average around about 20 points per game. You're going to have Anthony Davis upwards of that 
you know, 28, 29 points per game. LeBron will give you the 25. Kuzma with 20. You know, you've got a solid 75, 80 points there uh, as you're driving to the arena every night. Go out and spread the love around with a 25 million cap space. No need to go get a Kemba Walker. No need to get a Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving uh, looks like he's going to head to to Brooklyn anyway, or one of the New York teams. Um, but Kyrie Irving, he's fluffy. Uh, he's, uh, he's, he's hard to deal with. Uh, he thinks he's a number one, um, but he didn't work out in Boston with him being the main guy. And I've spoken plenty of times on the show before. It's not easy being the number one guy. It's not easy being a, a Kobe Bryant. It's not easy being a, a LeBron James. It's not easy being a Michael Jordan. Uh, you're only looking at transcendent guys who are able to get it done uh, being the number one guy. Kawhi Leonard this year had a bunch of veterans and, and savvy guys around him. They, they um, And look, I don't think they win the NBA title without the injuries that the Golden State Warriors had. Um, it's really just as simple as that. People are talking about, yeah, they were a great team. No doubt about that. But that Warriors team, I mean, they're absolutely decimated. Uh, no Kevin Durant. Clay Thompson goes down. Uh, Looney was injured. Um, Steph Curry banged up. Iguodala. The list goes on and on. I've never seen anything like it. Um, but full credit to Leonard and uh, and Team Canada and Toronto. They got it done. But Kyrie Irving, I don't think it's a good fit at all. Uh, you know, if he goes to Brooklyn, I think you're going to get another situation like it was in Boston. And, um, you know, go out and get the 3 and D guys. Go out and get those guys. You've got Davis. You've got LeBron. You've got Kuzma. Go out and get a Kyle Korver, a JJ Redick, a Patrick Beverly, a Danny Green. Um, these are the kind of guys that you need. And I think if they go out and get those guys, um, then they go a long way to, to winning their 55, 60 games next year and uh, bargaining through the playoffs and being there uh, come the, the business ends, uh, business end of the, uh, of the season. Now, New Orleans, I think they come out okay. Um, as I said, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, they've got the number four pick, Zion Williamson, um, the NBA draft in about 24 hours. Uh, they're going to look to take Zion with that number one pick. And uh, they're going to be exciting to watch, but I don't expect them to, um, you know, maybe they make the playoffs next year, um, but uh, they're going to be excitement, exciting, that is for sure. But the Lakers have just catapulted themselves to a whole new level when it comes to uh, the NBA season in 2020, and there is definitely more to come. So stay tuned on that. Go and get the 3 and D, guys. Um, and let Kemba Walker stay in Charlotte. Let Kyrie Irving do what he wants to do um, because it's really irrelevant anyway, as important as he thinks he is. It is all about the LeBron Anthony Davis uh, move and the Los Angeles Lakers. Up next, we are talking Kevin Durant as he recovers from his Achilles injury. Where to from him? Don't tell me he's going to go to the New York Knicks. Say it isn't so. Golden State Warriors, that is the place for Durant. Why would you want to leave? More on that after the break. This is Jade Kolf at the Kolf Man. You're listening to No Holds Barred.
Yes, the Lakers back in contention just with one monumental move. This is what they do. They just go and get the players. It's always happened. Went and got Kareem. Went and got Shaq. Drafted Kobe. Get LeBron. Now it's Anthony Davis. This is what they do. Can't keep those guys down. They are winners. And they are back in the championship equation. In saying that, we're going to talk about Kevin Durant and what does he do in his situation, free agency just around the corner. It is going crazy over there in the NBA. And Durant, after the injury, uh, it looked like he was destined to just head to New York, as crazy as I think that is, and join the Knicks organization and look at trying to turn them into a winner and not easy, a diabolical franchise, uh, the Knicks, but Durant, I think uh, he should just stay in Golden State, why would you leave uh, a situation like that, can make more money there, but Durant, interesting individual, interesting character, if he heads to the Knicks, after his rehabilitation, now it looks like next year is a complete write-off. He's not going to play any basketball next season at all. So you can forget about that. He'll have 12 months, at least 12 months of recovery and rehabilitation. Um, and But if you just take a look at the pros and cons between the Warriors and the Knicks in terms of the organization, will Durant make more money by going to New York? No, he won't. What about the ownership? Is it better ownership in New York at Madison Square Garden than what he currently has uh, with the Golden State Warriors? Uh, No, the Knicks owner is absolutely garbage. Is it a better roster in New York than it is in Golden State? Well, no, of course not. It's much, much worse. But Kevin Durant has the attitude of like, oh, no, I've just got to be the man. I I, I want to be the man. I I don't want to uh, listen to people who say like, oh, you just joined the Warriors organization to win championships. Well, yeah, smart move. Did he do that? Did he win championships? Yes. Did he win MVP in the finals? Yes. But this whole thing like, no, I've got to be the man. I think Kevin Durant, look, he needs needs to grow up. Because if he makes the wrong decision here and heads to New York, I think it's going to be a disaster. People need to understand, Michael Jordan was one for nine in the playoffs without Scottie Pippen. Scottie Pippen came along, was his Robin to Jordan's Batman. Presto, had a different result. You take a look at it in, in the NBA, who is winning championships by themselves? with just one player. Magic Johnson had Kareem. Shaq had Kobe. Jordan had Pippen. The list goes on and on. MJ didn't do anything without Scottie Pippen. So why does Kevin Durant need to prove to prove that? Why does he need to, to prove that he can do it by himself? The idea of leaving the Golden State Warriors, it just makes no sense at all. Take a look at it. Less money, lousy roster, poor ownership. 
You can take the, the maximum salary in Golden State, yet there's all, there's all this talk about the New York Knicks. It just doesn't not make any sense. Look, if I was Durant's agent, let's just say I, I was his agent. I'd be like, Kevin, we've got to meet. We've got to talk. We've got to sit down. I can't allow you to, to do this. Surely his agent is trying to get him to stay in Golden State. Surely his agent can see that it's probably the wrong move. But you've got to have that conversation and say, Kevin, look, I know you want to go to New York. And you know if you want to fire me after the next eight minutes, go ahead. But the move is to stay in Golden State. That's the smart move. Because it's not going to be pretty in New York, let me tell you. Less money. Roster, lousy. Owner, goofball. Makes bad decisions. Selfish. Not a winning franchise for for that exact reason. Toxic ownership. Look at your teammates in Golden State. You've got Clay Thompson, Seth Curry, Iguodala, Draymond Green. You've got winners everywhere. Teammates in New York, Kevin Knox. Ever heard of him? No, there's a reason for that. Kevin Knox is not helping you win championships. So I don't understand who Kevin Durant is has to prove it to. Who's he proving it to? Pro- proving it to, to bloggers, NBA beat writers out there? The people... Remember we spoke about on this show that Kevin Durant listens to the noise. He's a noise listener. He listens to everybody around him other than himself. He's got to get in that zone and understand that the voice, the only voice that matters is him. Unfortunately, the voice that is speaking to him, I think he's been moved in that direction. But you take a look at the injury that he had in the NBA playoffs. It's almost like the injury that he had was a hint that he shouldn't go. I mean, he wasn't even around anybody at all when he did the injury. No one bumped into him. He went up, took a jump shot, came down and was like, oh, what was that there? What was that at the back of my leg? Someone, did someone hit me? Someone hit me with a baseball bat? What just, what did I just feel? It wasn't like he drove into the paint and Serge Ibaka elbowed him in the, draw, in, in the jaw or, or came down with a double axe handle to, to take him out. It was kind of like a little bit of a tap on the shoulder to say, Kevin, you need to stay here in Golden State. Because if he he doesn't have that injury, then it's over. He was gone. After the NBA championship, after the NBA finals, he he was out the door. Come July 1, he was signing in New York. But now the injury has thrown a little bit of doubt, a little bit of, uh, a little bit of probably fear in the mindset. Does he come back? 100%. 100%. He's not going to come back 100%. It's an Achilles injury. He snapped the Achilles. He had to have surgery. It's the worst possible injury that you can you can have, especially in basketball where dynamic movement is needed, cutting, exploding to the, to the basket. There are hints everywhere that he needs to stay. Come back and stay. You're going to make the playoffs again next year when Clay comes back. The Warriors, I don't think they can win it next year, but 
12 months from now, you're going to have Curry. You're going to have Clay Thompson. Durant stays. You're back in championship calculation calculations. Dre Green, don't, not too sure what they do with him. But you head to New York after 12 months' time when you're back the, in the best possible shape that you can be after an Achilles heel injury. I figure you're going to need to look ahead because you're not going to be so happy losing to the Milwaukee Bucks in the first round of the playoffs if you make it. Kevin Durant needs to stay. This is Jade Cole for the Colf Man. This is no holds barred. I mean, Kevin Durant. What's this guy doing? Seriously, the New York Knicks? They are a dumpster fire. Don't leave the best organization right now in basketball. Stability. And Durant also, does he have the mindset to when, when there's adversity? And there's going to be plenty in New York, let me tell you. They will be all over him. They will chop you down. The New York media, they're ferocious. Golden State, that's the play. That's the play. In saying that, we're going to segue on to the most ferocious segment on the show, the Colf Face. Yes, the Colf Face has been doing big things. People love it. And let's be honest, the only reason we created the Colf Face was because uh, it was suggested uh, from our listeners. And uh, this week, the Colf Face, we are on to AFL football and we need to talk about Collingwood Football Club. We need to talk about Jaden Stevenson and he is out the rest of the year, people. And the whole gambling issue has come up once again with the AFL. And Jaden Stevenson, you are on the coalface. You're in the crosshairs. Young man, what were you thinking? $36 of bets this youngster has put on uh, with his mates or however it was done. It was reported that he was with his uh, with his mates, and they were talking about putting on some small bets. And he was like, "Oh, here's uh, here's here's some money. Uh, you know, put my uh, put my bet on as well. Uh, three separate bets totaling thirty six dollars. And look, this guy uh, is another example. This young twenty year old is another example of you know a few issues that are going on in the AFL." Uh, gambling in sports is here to stay. There is no doubt about that. So get used to it. You can cry all you want in regards to uh, the gambling and uh, punting money. Uh, but sports, a massive, massive industry and gambling, massive, massive industry. Wherever there's money to be made, uh, they are, the rules will go in the favor of, uh, of where the money's at. And ethics out the window and it's kind of not ironic, but it's very hypocritical of the AFL to be sponsored by betting agencies. Uh, the AFL have their hand out, of course, as do a lot of other sports leagues. And the players that actually represent the clubs and the league that the reason the league exists. Without the players or the athlete, the league wouldn't exist. 
understand that, people, that they suspend Stevenson for the rest of the season, uh, 10 games uh, for the rest of the year. So he is uh, he cannot play at all and, uh, you know, can possibly come back and play finals, um, which is interesting. I would have thought if you're going to suspend him, suspend him the rest of the year. Um, but the AFL promote these... Uh, gambling sites or these uh, these these sponsors, these massive uh, betting agencies. They sponsor the league, and the league are not going to take the high ground and say, "Well, betting is bad, gambling is bad." Uh, is uh, is a bad thing. It's uh, it's negative because there's too much money involved, and players. Look, I believe players are educated when they come into the league. Uh, they have to be because the the AFL and the leagues cannot be uh, held accountable or, or negligent uh, in that manner. In, you know, negligence such a a strong word, such a powerful word. Um, so they have to educate these players, and then. You know, drop the hammer if, if players are, uh, are doing the wrong thing. Now, it's been reported that upwards of uh, 120 players in the AFL are known to have uh, gambling issues or, or spending money and doing things illegal. Uh, massive problem for the AFL. They have, it has not been a good year. It's safe to say it hasn't been a good year off the field for the AFL. Um, seems to be... Uh, Issues uh, galore off the field, uh, and the on-field product is not hasn't been that great either. It, it really hasn't. Um, very rarely do you see games that uh, are absolutely uh, blockbuster games where they live up to the expectations in terms of skill level, intensity, uh, ferocity, uh, you know, mateship, all the things that make the game the great Australian game fantastic. And uh, the product on the field not living up to uh, what it once was. And off the field, it seems the league uh, seems to have uh, constant holes and they seem to be uh, really uh, trying to, um, you know, fill holes week in, week out with different issues that are going on. Uh, this one has come up once again. It's not going away. But Jaden Stevenson uh, needs, to, uh, needs to understand that uh, this... Uh, indiscretion has cost him 10 weeks and the next one will probably cost him his career. Um, You're really walking a fine line, but uh, look, it is a big one. And I believe that we will see uh, more of this through the AFL. uh, And any time that you've got uh, millions and upwards of, look, this is how big the the, uh, sports betting uh, has become. It's it's a billion-dollar industry, no doubt about that. Uh, it is going on everywhere. The United States uh, is uh, the doors are opening up over there in the United States. I believe only in Vegas where you're able to uh, to put bets on. But it has been reported over the last month that um, the United States uh, are starting to get a little bit softer with their laws. So it is it is absolutely wide open, and athletes and uh, sportsmen need to really understand that, um, look, they are out there uh, running around. They are, they are out, there, uh, out there playing. And yes, it is hypocritical. 
of the AFL, but it's only going to continue uh, and because of the money that's involved. And Jaden Stevenson, uh, you're on the coalface because it is an absolutely uh, bonehead decision uh, to be giving $36 of bets to be put on uh, of you running around or kicking the first goal or whatever the bets were. And uh, unfortunately for him, he is the scapegoat. There are others that are doing it and they will possibly be found out too uh, when it is all said and done. But the gambling issue, not going away. Uh, It will continue to happen. But Jaden Stevenson, a bonehead move, a bonehead decisions. Uh, Make better decisions in the future or you will not be running around as a professional athlete for Collingwood Football Club. You will be out. This is Jade Colf at the Colf Man. This is No Holds Barred. Yeah, people want to talk about this gambling thing. It's not going away. It's not going anywhere. And whether it's rugby league, whether it's Australian rules football, it's it's going to be hard to contain it, that's for sure. But Stevenson, 10 weeks, lucky it wasn't more. And uh, I think... I think it's a little bit soft. I think the ruling's a bit soft. But $36 worth of bets, just a, a very, very bad mistake. Hopefully he uh, he comes out the other side uh, better for it. Moving on, we are talking world tennis, and we have Roger Federer wins the title in Hal once again. I believe he's won, wins the event for the 10th time, I believe it is. And Roger, sublime form once again. Now, the, the court there in Hull uh, didn't look like uh, it was prepared very well. It looked a little bit chopped up, looked a little bit scratchy, but Roger just took care of business and took care of David Goffan in the final uh, in straight set, 7-6. 6-1, and his preparation is right on track for Wimbledon, and that's getting underway, the next major on the calendar, and Federer uh, in good shape for uh, for the championships, obviously winning that grass court event, his 102nd ATP Tour title, and it'll be the usual names in uh, at Wimbledon, Novak Djokovic, Rafael Nadal, when the seedings come out, it will be interesting to see how they land. Last year, uh, Novak Djokovic and Nadal played an epic semi-final in uh, in the fifth set, nine seven in the fifth set, I believe. Um, so, to see who comes out on the same side of the draw uh, will be uh, will go a long way to really uh, seeing what matchups. Obviously, at the latter end of the event, if Roger uh, can get that. Uh, Get that second seed if the if the seedings fall. Uh, I believe the number one and three player 
players uh, play each other. So, yeah, and Wimbledon Wimbledon seed their players based on what they think. So, you know, Roger winning the event eight times, you expect him to be uh, to be bumped up. So it will be interesting, and Nadal possibly to move down. So those all important semi-final matchups, uh, very very important. On the women's side, uh, the Australian contingent, Ashley Barty, got to be considered uh, a big chance to win this event after a French Open uh, success. Uh, How does she handle the pressure now, uh, winning her maiden Grand Slam and going from clay onto the grass? I think she transitions fine. I think it translates. She's got an all-court game, uh, can come to the net, use that slice. I think she's a real chance to go back-to-back. Isn't isn't it exciting for uh, Australian tennis? No doubt about that. Uh, Ashley Barty, what a a complete complete player she is. Um, So much versatility off the backhand side, off that slice backhand. Um, She's the best volleyer in the world, I'd say, uh, for women. I'd I'd see her uh, reigning at the top top of the game for quite some time. Um, Naomi Osaka back to number two in the world. Uh, will she be able to reclaim uh, her form? She seems to uh, have really hit the wall. Uh, lacking a little bit of stability uh, is Naomi, since uh, she split uh, all of a sudden from uh, from her former coach. So Wimbledon coming up. Uh, we're going to bring it to you quite often uh, here at, uh, at No Holds Barred, and uh, we're going to absolutely keep you posted uh as the fortnight approaches, um, talking about all the matchups and breaking down, uh, breaking down the results. So uh, we're going to bring it to you from the studio. Uh, a lot of the times when uh, when matches are going on, we'll have some live coverage going on on the show, uh, which is definitely exciting stuff. But uh, Federer, uh, Federer, watch in full flight. Uh, he's looking. Uh, he's looking fresh. He's looking. Look, he's looking hungrier than ever. And what a challenge for him to roll in there and see if he can win his uh, ninth Wimbledon title. We're going to bring it to you uh, live and exclusive here at No Holds Barred. Coming up after the break, we're going to wrap up the show. Talk about what's coming up at No Holds Barred. And uh, we will see you after the break. This is Jade Colf at the Colf Man. Back in a minute. Federer, I think he can sneak another one. I think he can sneak his ninth. The way he struck the ball in that semi-final that the French against Nadal, absolutely breathtaking. Not many have been speaking about that. If you saw his press conference, if you saw his presser, he didn't look like he was disappointed. He knew that how he struck the ball. He's got to be feeling good going into the Wimbledon Championships. I think I think he can do it. You get some hot conditions, some warm conditions there uh, in uh, in London, and I think it's game on. We could see his ninth. What a show. Plenty going on. NBA draft coming up in 24 hours. We'll be back in a few days on the next episode to talk about that. 
Zion, does he go number one? I think he does. We will bring it to you, all the movers and shakers in NBA free agency in the United States. And we've got a full wrap of AFL football starting tonight, Thursday night, football under lights. So we'll bring that to you uh, on Sunday. And we'll have another cold face, the new segment, which is going absolutely bonkers on the show. Uh, it is going bananas. Plenty to talk about in the sports world. We'll bring it all to you. It's been uh, been a great show. Great bringing it to you. This is Jade Colf at the Colf Man. You've been listening to No Holds Barred. So close, almost on some Bonnie and Clyde shit When Ronnie died, he was right by my side With a shoulder to cry on, and tissue to wipe my eyes And a bucket to catch every tear I cried inside it You even had the same type of childhood I did Sometimes I just wanna know why Is it the deuce that came to yours and mine? I survived it You ran the streets, I nine to five it We grew up, grew apart as time went by us Then I blew up to both yours and mine surprises now I feel a vibe, I just can't describe it Much as your pride tries to hide it Your cold, your touches is like ice in your eyes There's a look of resentment, I can sense it And I don't like it How come we don't even talk no The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.